Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today we are going to talk about stacking Trenbolone with Decadurabolin. But before we get into that, I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to everybody supporting the channel. All the likes, the subs, the comments, the emails, I cannot thank you enough. Please, if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, hit that bell icon after you subscribe so you don't miss any updates from YouTube. Hit that like button if you're enjoying the videos. And also make sure to follow me on Spotify, Apple, and Google, Sarms Expert. All of these videos are in, in podcast form, so it's another nice alternative to listen to the information. So let's jump in. Decadurabolin and Trenbolone stacked. Now, First of all, you can do this with Tren, Acetate, and NPP, which are the short ester forms of these. So either way, we'll kind of cover both areas. Now, can you stack these, I think is the first question. Yeah, of course you can. Why couldn't you? Should you stack them? That's a better question. Personally, I don't like this stack. I have seen people run it with great success. So I'm not going to sit up here and go, oh, well, I had several bad experiences, so it can't be done. And just because I did this and that, because I see people doing that, and that is bad information, and you should not follow these people. You should not listen to anybody that bases everything solely on their experience and not the mass experience of others, and, and et cetera, et cetera. Because there are so many different varieties of outside uh, interferences, different scenarios, different compounds, different body reactions. There's a million different things, different diets, different workout settings. I can't even begin to start. I, I could go on, this video would be so long, it would be ridiculous and boring and I wouldn't want to do it. I'm getting a headache thinking about it. Just let me put it to you like this. This is a controversial one because it's kind of split up and down the middle where you're going to have a group of people that tell you it is the best thing since I don't know what and you're going to have people like me that had the worst experience ever doing it. Here's my advice to you if you're going to do this cycle and you want to do it effectively. The first thing is to keep the dosing very, 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 very moderate. Now, I'm a guy when I recommend a cycle of just with trend involved or just with DECA involved, I say don't exceed 400 milligrams of either one. I don't see any point, reason, scenario to do that in any way, shape, or form. Even if you're a pro, going for whatever you want to say you're going for, you got a show, I don't really care. It doesn't change my recommendation on it. I'm sure there's plenty of people that are going to disagree, and that's totally cool to each their own. My focus as you all know, is always on health and longevity first, and then getting the most out of your cycle with the least amount of side effects. And what I find is that's a good strong number. So like when I talk about stacking oral steroids, I always say half the doses. So in my view, I would generally keep Tren at DECA at 200 milligrams each. Now I know that, I, listen, I can already tell where this is going. This guy's fucking crazy. You're not going to get anything on that. Well, he's not big, so he wouldn't know. And that's how he, I mean, I've heard it all. It's one ear out the other. I, I don't care about that. That's nonsense. I recommend that to start with, to assess your tolerance, see how it's working for you. It's not a, a sprint here. It's a marathon. It's trial and error. Trial and error is the key to, to PEDs in general. I don't care what you're running, even supplements basic supplements it's trial and error some people can't handle even a full dose of creatine while others can run double and triple the amount everybody's different you always want to tread lightly and then increase because if you do that then you can always go higher and get more but if you start too high 
you've already created a number of problems for yourself and it's gonna be really hard to recover and fix that current cycle that you're on and you can create a ton of problems. So why not start light and increase your way up? Now, trend is one that I always say to run a lot shorter. So on a short ester, like a trend acetate, six to eight weeks, on enanthate, I really don't like to go over 10 weeks. I really don't. 12 weeks would be the absolute max that I generally recommend. Now, DECA, sometimes I'll say to go to up to 14 weeks and with NPP, 10 weeks. But I would be very, very hesitant to run it too high, like 300 megs of each and 350. I mean, because then you're talking, okay, you got 19 NORs here and you're up in that. Like, Let's say you run them both at 400. That's 800 milligrams of 19 NOR. I, I don't, I do not think that's a wise idea. A lot of people will run these without testosterone. Another very debatable, debatable topic. I have always been an advocate of testosterone as the backbone of every cycle and you shouldn't run any cycles without it. I've opened up more to more people that I highly respect that have stressed and, and given me their reasoning on not using testosterone. And so I guess the older I get and when I'm talking to people that I know know their stuff and I respect, I listen, and I can see their point of view. I don't necessarily agree with it, I don't necessarily like it, but it can be done. I've seen people, once again, with great success, and then I've seen other people that are like myself that think it's like end of the world, terrible, terrible, terrible. I, I guess I don't think it's end of the world, but I don't like it. I really don't. I find there to be a lot more problems with it than anything. But once again, if you're using testosterone at this, once you don't need a lot. You don't. A lot of people will go, well, I need to run tests two times as high as DECA and Trend or two times less. I've always been an advocate of running them equal or very similar, like 50 MIGs off here and there. So, like, I'm looking at this and I'm going, man, 250 MIGs of, trend, of, of test with 250 of each of Trend and DECA or just 200 each. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, on paper, that looks like, oh, those are pretty low. But when you start running these and you see the results and see what you're getting and you're like, oh, I feel great in the site, you can you can increase and get more. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit everybody and act like you can increase and get more out of it. But at what cost and long term, what cost and also how much do you think you're going to keep off of that cycle? Whereas if you cause less strain and less side effect, your recovery is going to be a lot easier, which in turn is going to make keepability a lot easier. We're trying to mitigate sides and keep recovery easy for a number of reasons. Health, obviously, is the first one, but then keepability of gains is right there. We don't want to waste time and money and go through all of this preparation, the money, the the um, all of the effort and the work that you put into it. You don't want to waste that. Why? So that you got huge results right away and then and it's just like gone and people are wondering what the hell's going on and you're like, man, I just wasted all this time. I don't think that's a wise idea. And obviously you wanna have your ancillary. So uh, with, with Trend and DECA, there is that possibility of prolactin issues. So I've covered that several times. We've got Dostinex, also known as Caber. We've got Promipexel or vitamin B6 that can help control that. Then you, if you're running testosterone, and mind you, DECA converts to estrogen at a much lower rate than test, but it still does convert. You wanna have an aromatase inhibitor in there as well. You need a full post-cycle therapy, all of these things. You know, and, and I've covered the reasons why you want something like GW501516 with Trend. I've done that video. I'm gonna have to do a video talking about Proviron with DECA because that's another one that I, I find to be very, very necessary and effective. 
A lot of people have, have, have commented and spoken about that in the past. That's another one that I would keep an eye on and, and be ready to throw in there as well. But it can be done. It's not my favorite. I do advise it and coach it, but I do it in a more conservative manner. And some people love it and find it to be extremely effective. Some people want to call me names and everything else as childish as they can be. And that's fine. I, I could give a shit. Um, everybody's got an opinion and I respect everybody's and that's it. Um, you have your own ways. You guys know by coming here and following me what my methodology is and the reasons why I come across or do things in a certain way. I just have a different outlook on things than some and some people love it and some people don't and it's just like anything else. You know, some people like this food, that food, this brand, that brand. Everybody's different and that's why life is a beautiful thing because we have options and opinions. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.